you know, if you really want to go into something and you're going to give it everything you have, she's like, you don't have a plan B. Of course, everybody knows that you can land on your feet and if something happens, you need to pivot. But if you go into it 50% or halfway or think like, I'm just going to try this, you know, she's like, most likely you won't give it your all. If you go in it all in, no plan B, plan A only, no looking back. You just follow your gut intuition and your gut instincts. She's like, the, the doors will just continue to open and the, and the path will lead you. Welcome to the Wild Visionary Podcast, where I encourage everybody to tap into that untamed wild part of ourselves, where we can create just like we did in childhood and build and believe in something that maybe nobody else can see right now, but we can step into the identity of being a visionary, a future-focused leader, creator, and entrepreneur. I'm Audra Bartlett, a multi-passionate, multi-business entrepreneur. I'm a mom to a Pisces kid and a pit bull mix dog, and I'm here to shake things up, to talk about all things expanding your mind, finding resources that are right in front of you, and teach you how to be a Jedi of problem solving, just like I am. So welcome, Wild Visionary, where we will bridge the gap between I can't see it for me and becoming and embodying everything about being a wild visionary. Welcome back, Wild Visionaries. We have Jen Heller with us today. Jen has worked in health and wellness space for nearly 15 years and is a wealth of knowledge in optimizing your health and home. She's an expert in detoxification and her main wheelhouse is infrared saunas. She, of course, has a sauna in her home, which I would, of course, like one in mine as well. Um, and But she's also owned and operated a holistic wellness center and sauna studio for many years in Southern Wisconsin. Years ago, her own health struggle with being significantly overweight plus loaded with heavy metal toxicity inspired her to take control of her own health and healing. She hit the ultimate reset button on her life and decided to chase her dreams. She started using infrared heat therapy, completely upgraded her nutrition to lose over a hundred pounds, quit her corporate job, got divorced, let go of a toxic relationship, left her hometown to move to a larger city and decided to open a holistic wellness center. Her mission to support others in paving their own path to health and happiness. She specializes in detoxification, but also focuses on bringing overall wellness into your home. Her passion is to help you harmonize and create a home that heals. And her site, jenhellerstyle.com, is loaded with products, connections, tools, sonical plunge, hyperbaric chambers, frequency machines that will optimize your overall wellness. Her favorite modality and what really lights her fire is infrared saunas. So welcome, Jen. Hello. Thank you for having me. So yeah. fun to be here. I feel healthier just reading your bio. Like I, know, I, feel, whatever, I feel like, yeah. I'm like, that's awesome. It feels like a cleanse right there, right? That's right. I don't need anything else from you today. I'm good. Um, but I, I'm so grateful you to, for you to be here. And I am going to have you as part of this kind of wellness series that I'm um giving to people because when it comes to being the wild visionary, being the person that brings an idea into reality, um, we can't do that without making sure we're taking care of our well-being. We can't do it without attending to our health. Um, and it is an integral part of creation because not only is it you're feeling better, right? Your health is better, but also your brain is clearer. There's not that fog that comes along with, you know, the heavy metals or 
mm-hmm. the, you know, being overweight or eating something that it really isn't serving you. Um, and it sounds like you have had quite a bit of health struggles and quite a bit mm-hmm. of a journey. So I'm really just going to kind of open that up for you to speak to people that might be, you know, going through mm-hmm. some similar things and kind of just hear your journey. Yeah. Um, gosh, there's so many parts and facets to this, but I think if I have to, you know, to start, I like to start at ground zero and years ago in my twenties, I I was really overweight. Um, to be quite honest, I was in a pretty toxic relationship. I was, um, just not happy. I was content, but not happy. Something was really missing. I was in a corporate job. I mean, on paper, my life looked pretty good to be Mm -hmm. quite honest, but something was really missing internally and I was also starting to experience some like real lethargic um it's hard to kind of it's it's even hard to put into words but like almost like not grounded energy like you're just on this hamster wheel I go to work I do the things you come home you wake up you go you know just do it all over like a spinning energy almost right yeah yeah like you're going through the motions but you're not really present and I was really having some like forgetful that, you know, I was forgetting some things. I was feeling like I didn't have clear energy. I wasn't very sharp. And in my job, I really, I kind of needed to be, but by the end of the day, like I was white and I'm thinking I'm in my twenties, like what the heck is going on? Like, how is this is, this can't be it. Like, this isn't yeah. how you arrive. <laughs> this isn't how you live life. And so, um, but ultimately I wanted to lose weight. Like that was my goal is I just wanted to feel good in my jeans. I wanted to feel good in my own skin. And so that was the path I kind of set forward was like, I feel this over here, but I really just want to feel better in general. So I started trying to lose some weight, exercise, nutrition, nothing was budging despite the fact I was putting what I thought was a pretty good amount of effort. Um, so I went to the doctor, got some blood work done and discovered I had a pretty severe thyroid issue. Like something was really stuck in the thyroid and they had suggested some options. And I, I just respectfully said, no, thank you. I'm going to go a different path, a more holistic route and figure out if there was something else I could do to just support my body. And a friend of mine turned me to a practitioner that does what's called NRT, nutritional response testing, basically muscle testing where you test the body uh, to see what deficiencies are, or you know, how you can best support it. Which is a, a fascinating thing. I'm just going to point this out to people because this, I, I've heard of this. I haven't had it mm-hmm. done before, but the the muscle response testing of essentially you're like, uh, I, I think what mm-hmm. I understand is like you're kind of like poking the muscle to see how it responds or putting even an element uh, or, or a mineral near it to see like yeah. how it responds and what the body needs because the body's so intelligent in that way. So exactly. Yeah. The body knows exactly what it needs and what it doesn't. So that's what you do. So a vision you're laying basically on a table, like a chiropractor or massage table, arm up, the practitioner puts the different elements or whatever they're testing. They touch the areas of the body. And as soon as she um, puts her hand on my thyroid, my arm goes basically weak and she's able to manipulate like immediately. And so what's funny is like, I'm, you know, I I was a little skeptical going in, if I'm being completely honest, my good friend, Ashley, who does this and, you know, we're great friends. um, I didn't give her the full story to be honest. When I first went in, I was like, I'm going to see if she can figure this out. I gave her some symptoms, told her some information, but I really just wanted to see how the body would respond. And within 10 minutes, it was like, boom, 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 arm weak. Here's the issue. She's like, you're loaded with heavy metals. She had um, put mercury and lead were the two that were really the highest uh, for my situation. And, and you could feel it. Like you literally can feel it. There's no test that comes back that says, here's what you have. 
your body feels it. And so I immediately was like, I was so grateful that I found something, um, a path. And, you know, she's the one that really turned me on and opened me up to infrared saunas. She said, are you familiar with infrared heat? I had not. She said, it's a really great way to detoxify the body. And so, you know, fast forward some time, I worked with her on some supplemental support and got an infrared sauna and just started the detoxification process. Um, and I had told her like, you know, then I got real vulnerable and I was like, I need to lose weight. Like I got all these things. And she's like, listen, we're going to take this a step at a time. The first thing is, is we got to get the sludge out of the system, so to speak, so that your body and your organs can work functional, like optimally. And then we go from there. But she also suggested a couple of supporting foods, like remove sugar, do this, do that, like very easy things I could do. Um, Cause she had my attention, of course, like ice cream in the evening had to go, unfortunately, <laughs> but you know, I know bummer, <laughs> but I was able to make a couple of very key significant nutrition um, replacements or, you know, removals. And it was like, this is what I need to do for my health. And I was so laser focused when I walked out that day, I was like, this is like, so grateful. Like this is, this is what I need to do. So Fast forward about nine to 10 months. Um, it wasn't an easy path, of course, but I made a lot of changes along the way. And I lost 125 pounds, like no joke, between the the sauna, the nutritional support, getting the thyroid in check. Obviously, once the wheel starts going in the right direction, you know, next thing I know, I'm doing yoga, you know, I'm, I'm starting to move my body, I'm starting to take care of my body. It was not a crazy workout regimen. It literally was nourishing and nurturing my body. And it just put me in alignment and it put me in what I call the river of flow to get me going in the right direction. And so then it just kind of became this path. And on that path, as you mentioned in, in, in my, you know, in your introduction is like, mm -hmm. I got divorced. I, I started, yeah. looking, boom, I started, you know, letting go of other relationships that were no longer serving me. Mm -hmm. And uh, I quit my job, you know, because I wanted to start helping and supporting other people on this path. Um, I moved out of my mm -hmm. hometown, which, you know, I'm, you know, I still have great friends and my family is there, but I really knew I needed to hit the reset button and start taking care of myself. Mm -hmm. And so I just made a ton of wild decisions. <laughs> a lot of people thought I was crazy. In fact, my mom, she's like, I know you always go with your gut. She's like, your intuition is so spot on, but are you sure about this? And I was like, I've got to chase this. Like, I know I'm getting goosebumps actually right now. Mm -hmm. I was thinking about it. It was 15 years ago. Right. Mm -hmm. I just knew I had to make these moves. Like there was no other way. It was only forward. And it was exciting and scary all at the same time. But, you know, here we are. And there's so much, so much along the way. Um, yeah. But it really was about just releasing toxicity in my life. Yeah. And I, I want to point to the fact that even in this conversation right now, where you're like reliving, right? Because yeah. we, our brain doesn't know the difference between past and present when we're talking right. about it, but that even in this moment, when we're, when you're reliving this conversation and these shifts, you're getting goosebumps. Yeah, like it I is <laughs> so much in alignment, right? And, and that's something we get to pay attention, like the goosebumps or, or sometimes when I met the next person that I'm going to work with, I cry. Like mm. I've had it happen multiple times and, and you and I met through a podcasting class and I remember listening mm -hmm. to Kathy um, in her free training and crying as I'm listening wow. to her. And I was like, I don't care what this lady's selling. I got to buy it. Right. I <laughs> like, but like our body, Same. right. Like, yeah. right. With the nutrition stuff, it's so intuitive and it sounds like 
it sounds so like weird or woo, like that you're going to just move a mineral near the body and it's going to respond, but it literally does. Mm. It's so intelligent that it's responding, but that you're now recounting this and your body's responding with these goosebumps and saying yeah. like, wow, like this was, this is what needed to do. And sometimes that's, that's the only thing we can know is that like, I don't know exactly what's on the other side of this, but I know that I mm-hmm. can't keep doing this. I can't right. keep living this way. And as you start taking the steps, like you're saying, it wasn't as hard as you thought it was going to be. And this is, I think this is a fascinating conversation. I talk about it in terms of like um, doing something in shadow or light. And mm-hmm. do you know, are you familiar with this idea? Yeah. Yeah. So, the idea that like you can lose weight in two different ways. You can lose weight where you're like berating your body, you're putting it down, you're beating it up, you're slamming mm-hmm. into these workouts, you're restricting in a way that's just <laughs> not even healthy, or you can do it in a way where you're stepping into alignment and taking care of it and making mm-hmm. these things when you're <laughs> saying you're like nourishing your mm-hmm. body, right? And your body, it, it goes faster that way because it, the body is like, mm, that's yeah. delicious. That's yeah. what I needed. Thank you. And it's just like things start to flow from there. Yeah. Let me paint a, a picture for you. And this is no joke. This is exactly how I did this. Everyone's like, how did you lose literally like a, a person? Like 125 pounds is like another person. Mm-hmm. How did you do that by just sitting and, and very slowly moving your body? And what I did was, is I used my sauna as my sanctuary space. I went in, sometimes I listened to meditation music. Sometimes I listened to a podcast. Sometimes I sat there and cried my eyes out literally like, but I treated that time as this is gen time to nourish my body and the sweating. I just, I used my mind and the intention of I am releasing, I am releasing, I'm releasing and I'm letting things go that no longer serve me. And mm-hmm. when you're sweating, if you sit in that and revel in that, like, again, goosebumps, I'm thinking of it because obviously I still use my sauna, but um, my sauna time was basically a time for me to just think of the things that were no longer serving me and just letting them go. And that's how that gentle wheel started spinning and going. Like I mentioned, I got divorced. It was not some catastrophic whole you know, thing. It was me having a conversation with my then husband in our kitchen, which wasn't a surprise. It was like, we've grown apart. We've been together since we were 18. Like we just knew that we, we were, you know, the other person wasn't the, wasn't bad. It was just, you weren't the right person. We're not in alignment. Like we need to move forward. And so it was just a conversation and, and the weight just started falling off because I was shifting and moving and releasing other things in my life. And then, yeah, of course you're burning calories and you're sweating, but it was really about taking care of my body and like finally giving myself the time and space. I would say it was about 40 or 50 pounds in that I actually started the yoga and the movement. I remember going to a YMCA class, yoga class, thinking I'm going to the back of the room. So if I face plant, no one's going to see me. Mm-hmm. But I didn't because I was in my own little bubble and I literally was just thinking like, how can I move my body? I've never done this before. And I'm just going to get in a line, like a line in the body and just do what my body can do and just take care of myself. And over time, I've worked into some other, you know, weights and things and running and, you know, I've done some MMA cardio and, you know, different things as time goes by. But yeah, it's just taking care, excuse me, taking care of yourself. Mm-hmm. versus like you said, hard, hard, hard hitting. It's just being more kind and gentle. 
Because it's really about the energetic intention is what I'm hearing because you're going in there and you're like, you're like getting your mind, body, soul, your energy mm-hmm. right within you of like, I'm releasing and, mm-hmm. and weight loss is never just weight loss and healing our bodies and taking care of them is never just that. It's about the intention we're setting behind mm-hmm. a little bit. Like you were releasing um, emotional burdens. You were releasing situations and places and things mm-hmm. that didn't serve you anymore, which means that like the weight was coming off because like, the was weight was actual, coming off. Like it was, uh, yes, exactly. It was the burden. Exactly. Yeah, <laughs> the burden. And we, our bodies respond just as they're intelligent with the minerals. They're intelligent with literally holding on to weight because of emotional things or being in a situation that doesn't serve us. It's like the physical manifestation of the burden of being Mm -hmm. in something that's unaligned. Right. Yeah. And so for me, I think, you know, you and I've talked about, like I had a stroke is what it boiled down to is, Mm -hmm. is I had a mild stroke and that was basically the check engine light that was like, okay, (laughs) this is not serving you. You need to do something. You need like this is, I was so grateful and fortunate that the paralysis that I experienced was, um, it was left side paralysis. It was temporary, but I've been working on healing and I still have some lost function in my left hand actually to this day, years later, I'm still working through some healing modalities, but it literally is, I wish it was called weight release, not weight loss, because when people think that they need to lose something, it's like, no, you just need to release it. You just need to let it go. It's not serving you. So it's, um, it's just an intention. And, um, when we sit back and look at it as like, answer the question, why do we want to do this? Like, why did I want to lose the weight? Because I want to feel better. I want to feel good. I want to feel good. You know, I want to show up in the best way possible. And for me, it was letting go of, of the baggage, like the literal baggage. And it just opened up a complete, a complete river of alignment for me. Yeah. I, I think that's so beautiful. And I hope people can really hear hear that the the release and I think you know I'm anybody who is a podcast a regular podcast listener knows how obsessed I am with words um and if you're new I'm a bit of a word nerd because (laughs) I I, I love love like research the the meanings behind the words and and pay attention to how that one word, like clients can get stuck on the word, right? Right. Like, they'll just be like obsessed with like, I don't know if I can. And like, I have to even, we have to even process sometimes our associations with the word of like how calling it weight loss can affect the way that we're thinking about it. We're interacting with it. We're moving around it. Right. And mm-hmm. how it's sometimes the use of just that word can create a block from even doing it. And so it's such a good direct to be like, we can just call it like weight release. Like I'm releasing things that don't serve me versus like making it something that could actually just by using that word, create a block for somebody. Right. Yeah. The word loss or lost, um, you know, and this goes back to my initial conversations with Ashley early on, you know, I remember laying there on the table and she's like telling me all these things and I'm just crying. I'm just like, my body just all of a sudden just started to physically release Mm-hmm. And like I said, it was just me like finally getting some answers because I had been battling, like struggling with it for a couple of years. Like it wasn't just like one day I decided to get up and do this. Like it had been three or four years of me really struggling and trying to 
make some changes in my life and be healthier. And then when I really started to like shift and look around at not just my food and my, in my, um, my workouts or whatever it was I was doing, it was everything. It was everything around me. Like it was staring me in the face, like all the things I needed to release. And Ashley's the one, you know, you had said word nerd, like that just reminds me, like she's helped me frame it in a way that was more intentional and it was more nurturing and it was more nourishing to the body and the soul so that you don't have to feel like you need to go do something in an aggressive manner. So it was, it was so helpful. It was so helpful. Because when we engage with, and I've even gone through this myself, like I've redone the way that I engage with my workouts over the last couple of years, because I, and, and this is actually, so one of the things I wrote down as you were talking is the way you do one thing is the way you do everything. It's like a mantra that I have in life. It's something I share with the clients. Like I really see how it affects it. And like, you know, I always go at from the business, like a business mentor. So I'm hopping in on the business aspect of how you shifting your relationship with your business can shift the relationship with your body and with your relationships and with your partner and with all of it. Right. Mm -hmm. But like from any one of those points, the minute one of those shifts in a powerful way, it really does trickle out to like all the other areas of your of your life right so you're you're someone can enter their entry point can be I want to lose weight and then it starts to just like right trickle out to all the other things because you can't powerfully shift one area of your life without it making you then because then you realize as you like elevate in that one space the other parts that don't serve you anymore Right. Yeah. When I, when I think about, you know, the steps that I take, I took then, you know, a lot of people have questions about like the food, like how did I make choices in my food? And the best way I could describe it is, is I just looked at the handful, like food is fuel. We have to look at it that way. Again, nourishing and nurturing. It shouldn't be a a five second satisfaction. It should be the energy that you're putting in, you know, the gas in the tank basically. So what you're putting in is what you're going to get out. And so when Ashley explained it to me like that, I was like, oh, wow. Okay. That's, that's a, that's a real uh, visual that I can see. And so she's like, you just need to look at the, you know, your five or 10 or 15 staple foods. When you go to the grocery store, you just need to buy the best, the absolute best that you possibly can, you know, swap this for this, swap this for this. Those are the non-negotiables and you just start there. And, Mm -hmm. and, but you're right. It's like, once you get this wheel going, it affects every other area of your life. You start thinking like, how could I do this better? How could I upgrade and and level this up? And, but it's all about feeding the body and the brain and the soul with the best of the best to nourish so that you continue to grow and elevate. So um, yeah, it's, 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 I can see it. It's hard for me to describe sometimes or articulate it into words, but Mm -hmm. you just nailed it in the sense of like how you show up in one area of your life. It's how you show up everywhere. Because you can't, you can't keep doing the other things when you're shifting one thing powerfully. It's just right. like, it just doesn't work anymore. Um, can you give a couple examples of like some of these core foods? I'm very curious about this. These core foods that you were like, I'm going to buy the best of the best in these, these couple mm-hmm. things. Um, so basically the problem for me was what, I, when I really took a look at my food, I was consuming a lot of sugar, like a lot of things that weren't serving me well. That's where like the brain fog and the lethargic and obviously holding on to the weight and the joint issues where it was around sugar. 
So like, for example, I like to eat yogurt in the morning and I was eating a yogurt that was loaded with fructose corn syrup, you know, at the time. And so you can have a lot. No? <laughs> right. So I just ended up buying, um, a, uh, organic, um, there are a couple different brands that we buy now, but like, I just shifted to a plain organic, um, yogurt. And then I put my own fruit in it, or I like, I like to put, um, <clears throat> uh, raw cacao in it, like chocolate to kind of make like a chocolate mousse in the morning. Uh, but I just shifted out. I just looked at the labels to start reading labels and just started removing sugar and figuring out the best, um, the, the best products and the best sourcing like fruit, uh, certain foods are, you know, sprayed with pesticides and chemicals and things and just finding ways that you can, you know, buy local. I got real familiar with this local co-op that I had no idea it even existed in my town, um, going and buying my fruit there and buying it, getting it from local farmers and sourcing it local. So it was just kind of, you know, eggs. I was eating a lot of eggs at the time. And so I was buying them from a local farmer instead of getting them from the store mm -hmm. and they're just more nutrient dense. And so then you're supporting your body better. Instead of drinking regular milk, I switched over to almond milk or unsweetened coconut milk, no sugar, you know? Mm -hmm. So, um, it was really just like cleaning up one thing at a time and really looking at the label and discerning what's going to be the best supportive product. Yeah. And I think that's a great entry point. Like, let's just go through and start cleaning up a few things here. Right. How can a couple I things at a time. How can I get better yogurt? How can I get better milk? How can I get better right. XYZ? Um, yeah, exactly. And so you know, at some point where obviously you're going into helping people in this yeah. way, right? You're going into this health and wellness field. So tell me a little about that. And and I want to know if within this story, right, there's there's the thing that you brought to me about listening to your gut, betting yourself, no plan mm -hmm. B. So kind of tell mm -hmm. me how that showed up within that. Yeah. So, uh, for, so for a few years, I was just cleaning up my own life, basically, right? And fortunately, Ashley... Um, she was at the time, she, well, she still has a clinic in my hometown and she had asked me to, you know, be a, I was basically a walking billboard for some of her programs. And so we became great friends. And so we were kind of working together and I found myself on Saturday mornings, like volunteering and showing up to bring people through that co-op grocery store. Actually, we would go as groups and we'd read labels and I was educating people and I was just doing it because I was volunteering because I loved it. I was so passionate about it. And then Ash and I were on a plane to California one time to a health conference together. And she's like, you know, have you ever considered doing this for a living? And I was like, I mean, I, no, aren't I already kind of doing it? But she kind of opened up an opportunity uh, or some ideas. And we explored them during that week that we were at the health conference. And when I came back from that event, I had this gut pulling desire, like I'm going to quit my job. And I'm going to, I'm going to do, I, I'm going to show up in service for other people. I'm going to open up a center and centered around saunas and detoxification and just have, just like have a place for the community to go. So, um, that's what I did. And I, I think the best, way, you know, like I said, you know, my family and my friends, a lot of people thought I was crazy because I had a very comfortable job and I worked for a very, you know, high profile corporate company and I had been there for 14 years and I was pretty, pretty comfortable there, but I, I had this burning desire to go and share this with the world, like be a beacon of light, like be the catalyst and show up for other people. And I remember attending um, a conference in, in Canada, actually, and 
a woman, I can't even think of her name. I, I think her name is Stephanie. I can't remember now, but she said, have no plan B. She's like, you, you know, if you really want to go into something and you're going to give it everything you have, she's like, you don't have a plan B. Of course, everybody knows that you can land on your feet. And if something happens, you need to pivot. But if you go into it 50% or halfway or think like, I'm just going to try this, you know, she's like, most likely you won't give it your all. If you go in it all in no plan B plan A only no looking back. You just follow your gut intuition and your gut instincts. She's like the, the doors will just continue to open and the, and the path will lead you. And she's not wrong. It's that's just how I've been living my life ever since. Um, I opened my center 10 years ago, back in 2000, um, uh, well, 2013, 2014. Um, I have closed my center actually, unfortunately it was shut down in COVID 2020 Mm -hmm. and I had to let it go at that time. But I had seven great years, absolutely loved it. And the whole time I operated that business, it was always just every day, just show up every day with no plan B. It doesn't matter what comes at you. You just handle what's in front of you. Um, and whenever anxiety would creep in, I would always, you know, think like, is this something I'm anxious about from my past? Or is this something anxious about like that I'm worried about? Like, I just seem to, I'm just focusing on today, just today showing up with everything I have. And so yeah, that's always been a mantra for me, no plan B. And when people ask me, other entrepreneurs ask me, like, how did you manage ever, how did you get through the the you know, the peaks and the valleys? And it was always like, I always look over the horizon, no plan B. Mm. Yeah. And you know, and I I do want to say, like, even when we close something, like I've opened things and closed things, that mm-hmm. doesn't mean that they weren't a success or exactly what was needed mm-hmm. and the exact period of time that was like there doesn't need to be an excuse it just needs to be like this is part of the flow of the of the world of the universe right yeah like, things come in sometimes they're forever sometimes they're yeah. lessons right they're blessings they come in they do what they need to do for that time that space mm-hmm. that period, and then we release them with like this honoring like thank you for what you did right thank yeah you for being here if you would have interviewed me then <laughs> I may have had some other words and thoughts on it. it was a, I'm sure any business. So, I mean, we're all on the same roller coaster, right? But mm-hmm. um, I look back at it now as honestly one of the biggest lessons of my life. I'm so grateful. I had seven fantastic years. Um, I was a pillar in the community. Um, I opened up the doors to thousands of people. Um, I'm still connected with many of them. I still sell saunas. I still enrich people's lives in that capacity, just on a bigger scale, actually. So when I look back at that, it was literally just a stepping stone on the path. Like it wasn't where I was meant to land. It was where I was meant to land at that time. It was just, it was just the chapter on the path. And so, um, yeah, like I said, 2020 and even the year after, you know, I poured so much into the business that it was like, I kind of felt like it was part of my identity. So it was, it was hard to release and let go. But Mm -hmm. once I came to terms with it and just knew it was going to just set me, you know, in a different direction, I just pivot um, it wasn't a closure. It was just a pivot. Mm-hmm. Um, it's, it's, yeah, I have so much gratitude towards, towards it. Like you have no idea. Like I'm so grateful for it. My husband and I talk about it all the time, mm-hmm. how grateful we are that I was able to run that center. Um, and it was a, you know, a wild success for the years we had it. Um, and I'm grateful that I'm where I'm at right now. Yeah. And I think, um, yeah, I just wanted to honor that piece because there could be people right now that are thinking like, but I work so hard at this thing or I don't want to give oh. up on it. And sometimes oh, gosh. And, it, and sometimes it's just like, 
<clears throat> actually what's in your highest good is to yeah. release that just like we're talking about this theme of releasing right yeah sometimes even when something was really great for a really long time that doesn't mean that you know it needs to continue on like you released your yeah. marriage you the business did what it did and now it's opened you up to helping people on a larger scale yeah so, and, and yeah. I, the one thing I do want to ask though, really quick is for somebody who's thinking like, what does it mean really to have no plan B? What does it mean mm. to give it all to plan A? Like I I need to work to be able to, to take care of myself. Like when do you, when do you quit your job? When did you quit your job? Like, what is like, mm. what if I've started something and like, I'm just not making enough money yet. And I need to get a job to support myself. Is that for going the plan a or like what does it look like in real time for people to really fully be in plan a and have no plan b i think for me um so i've um i've dug into something and i don't know if you and i've talked about this called human design mm -hmm. um where i very much know myself and i know that i work off of what's called the splenic energy of going with my gut intuition so everybody's operates a little differently so my first thought when somebody asks me that is, is like you have every, we're all a little different and we all have our strengths and weaknesses and we have to have an understanding and know ourselves and know when we're pushing ourselves to the, you know, outside our comfort zone when it's time to push and, and like take that leap. Um, but also know when it's not time and you're going to be running, you know, basically treading water and just hustling and then burnout happens. So I think that's different for everybody. For me, I just knew in my gut, like it was time for me to go. And when I, when I say I show up with no plan B, it's, I just try to show up every day in the best version of myself so that I feel in alignment with who I am and how I help other people. And literally doors just open, right? Like things just start to move and your body just, it's like a magnetic pole. Your body just starts to move in that direction. When you feel like you're what I like to call the river or flow of alignment, you know when you're there because it doesn't feel that hard. It just kind of moves with the energy. You're just in water. Um, <clears throat> I like to use the analogy of a river because water is constantly moving. And when it's not, it's just kind of stagnant. But there are certain points of the river that are going slower. There's a time for like implementation and harvest and thinking things, things through. And then there's a time to go, like you're, you're moving. And so I think we all just need to gut check that and know ourselves well enough to know if we're a holding ourselves back in scarcity or if it's just not the right time. Um, mm -hmm. That's different for everyone. For me, I've always, you know, <laughs> you can ask my mom, you can read my bio, you can check out my site. Like I've lived my life fearlessly my entire life. I'm the one that's like, everyone's going over here. And I'm like, mm, no, I'm going to go over here and climb this tree <laughs> every <Really>? time, girl, <laughs> every time my mom would say you were jumping out of your crib before you can walk and you were climbing trees when you were three. Like I've always just been kind of, uh, a, I don't say a loner in that way, but kind of going my own way everybody needs to just think through like what is going to best serve them. Mm -hmm. And the plan A, plan B thing is just, you have to be, you have to trust yourself. You have to have faith in yourself and you have to, um, I mean, how are you, how are you going to expect someone to believe and trust you if you don't believe and trust yourself? Mm -hmm. Like, mm -hmm. so 
when you get to that point where you're like, I am ready to make a move here on whatever that is in life, friendships, marriages, jobs, sell your home, move to a new city. It's one of those things where I usually go outside. I like to what I call ground down where I get on the earth and just sit with myself, connect to a higher power, connect to myself and say, what, where do I need to go from here? And usually the light will guide. Yeah. Being still being quiet yeah. and listening. Yeah. Listening and to ourselves. And I think that really speaks to like, if you are, you're saying like, if you don't, if you don't believe yourself, nobody else is going to believe you. Right. Yeah. And really getting into that, like energy of like, I really believe myself. I really believe I can do that. And I think that speaks more to being in the plan A energy of mm-hmm. like, you may need to do a little something here, a little something there to like get yourself by, but like, if you're still like, I'm doing this, I'm making this happen. And this is in service of me making this happen. And I'm not quitting on this and I'm going to keep going. That's being rooted in it. No matter what the external circumstances look like at that moment, it's like that dedication to like, this is happening. You can't tell me otherwise. I like the term dedication because actually while you were saying that, it's like we all have heard a million stories of the person who's, you know, down to the last dollar or, you know, at ground zero, basically in their life. It's the determination and the dedication that they see the vision, they see it, they can feel it. It's in their bones. Mm -hmm. You just follow that. Like that's what you follow. Um, And if you believe and trust in yourself, um, everybody else will, because they'll see it and they'll feel it. It's an energetic field that, when you walk into a room, I, when someone walks into a room that you just know, like the most relaxed or the most powerful person in the room is usually the most relaxed and the most confident. They don't even need to say it. They just need to own it. Right. They can be sitting in a chair. They can walk in a room. We've all been in company with people who, when they walk into a room or they're you're in their sphere, you feel that radiating energy. We've also been on the flip side of that, where you're in a negative energetic space you're in someone's home or there's clutter or there's chaos I can see the look on your face right like, now yeah, yeah <laughs> well, I'm like mm. like I get I'm like, so sensitive to it that yeah. sometimes people make me nauseous I'm not even yeah. kidding. I'm like whoa but that's it that's it it's the energetic field when you're in that alignment your energy exudes you and you walk through life with that with that light and that vortex around you and you just move you move the energy and people come with that's, that's how I've been operating. That's, that's, that's the leap I made. I went from hamster wheel to vortex. <laughs> that's, vortex sounds way better guys. Oh, than this it's a good time. Wheel. It's a good time. <laughs> um, so kind of, as we round up this conversation, talk mm-hmm. to me about, you know, a little bit about what's next, what you're doing, how mm-hmm. you can help people talk about mm-hmm. like all of, all the people that want to get into the health vortex with you. <laughs> Yay. Thank you for asking. Mm-hmm. So I, I think you mentioned early on my uh, website, jenhellerlifestyle.com. That's loaded. Literally, that's been a passion project. That is the project that I've been working on since I let uh, my wellness center generate wellness go the last few years. It's basically just a combination of all my partnerships and my resources and my information. It's literally like this free hub of information where you can find everything from organic beds to saunas to hyperbaric chambers and everything in between. It's all on the website. Mm. Um, I do have a podcast, you know, you and I've talked about that I'm going to be launching in 2024 homes Mm -hmm. that heal. That's another passion project where I can help people harmonize and just basically create a home 
create a sanctuary. That's what I've really, um, that's the passion of mine is helping people create a home that heals and just a life that heals. So finding me on the site, uh, the podcast, I've got, you know, Instagram, you can find me on all the socials, but yeah, yeah, if you want, I sell saunas, obviously that's my, that's my wheelhouse. That's my jam. So anyone that's Mm -hmm. interested in infrared sauna information, you can find that on the site. Uh, send me a note. Uh, we can chat on the phone, whatever. I'm happy to mm-hmm. chat. Yeah. Uh, we all need a sauna, especially <laughs> if you live in a cold weather area. Like I yeah. just believe I've, I, I've saunaed for years and I really think it's like just a healing space. I would go like, mm-hmm. I even get annoyed if someone comes into the sauna and wants to like talk with <laughs> their friend. I'm like, no, no, this is a sanctuary. I Thank don't know you. what you're trying to do in here, but it's not okay. Like I meditate in sauna. I'm just in there. Like I do cold and hot and I'm just like, it's such, it really is such a space to like release yes. and heal and yes. be in. So if you do anything, everybody needs a sauna. Everybody, <laughs> and I love that this site is like a resource for like all the things, right? Yeah. Like you want to take care of yourself. You want to like create, not just like not just weight loss, but you want to create an entire environment, like the home right. that heals your space. That's healing the mattress you're sleeping on the, the things that you have to take care of yourself. Like, mm-hmm. like it just keep thinking of the word cocoon, right? Yes. Like something that's just fully like in enveloping you and supporting you mm-hmm. in, you know, doing the things for the wild visionaries doing the bigger things. Cause you have right. this cocoon to come home to that supports you fully and then yeah. you can go out of the cocoon like the wild butterfly, right? <laughs> like, woo, you got it. here you got we it. are in the world, right? Absolutely. Um, yeah. And so we're going to go right into the two things that I end these with, which is yeah. you brought us a recipe, which is not your recipe, but it is <laughs> an important recipe. And I, I'm familiar with it. So I'll let you oh, tell people about it. Okay. Yeah. The Bulletproof Coffee. Um, so I met Dave Asprey a hundred years ago at a conference actually, and he opened my eyes to uh, basically feeding the brain with light and fast energy. And so I've been drinking, that's literally what's in my cup right now. Bulletproof Coffee. That, nice. That's uh, that's the way I drink. So I feed my body. I like to do fasting. I like to start my day with just a real good power pack so that you can get it off to the right start. So that recipe is how to, um, um, it's the bulletproof recipe, but you can mix and mingle a couple different things with it, but it's just really supporting the brain and supporting the body ketosis, getting the body in a fat burning state. So that's my favorite. Um, and then what was your other question? Oh, I'll, uh, I'll get to, I'll get to oh. them in a second, but just essentially that like what, so people understand like what this does and at least my understanding, maybe you can correct me, but like it's usually like a coconut oil. He has a specific yeah. bulletproof coffee, yeah. which I have at home actually, that you can put into your coffee. Mm-hmm. Um, or you can do it with like butter. It's essentially yeah. some sort of fat that you're putting into your coffee and yeah. like and like mixing up, right? So it gets kind of foamy and frothy and delicious, mm-hmm. but it allows the energy to release a little bit slower in your body. And so you're not just getting this like bam of caffeine but that it releases in your body a little bit slower and allows you to have like a more alert and consistent energy state throughout the day yeah well so as I mentioned early on it's like one of the things that I suffered from was like lethargic not having a clear mind and so this is not only supporting 
um, you know, getting a little bit of a kick, but it's also supporting the brain with, with healthy fats. So I use, I mean, you can use the Bulletproof coffee. I actually use a specific organic coffee that's really like super low acidic that I tested on my body. Actually, my friend Ashley tested me specifically for this coffee. Um, and so ghee, I use ghee, you can use unsalted, you know, butter, and then just coconut oil, or he has the brain octane, the MCT oil, which is mm -hmm. what I use as well. So that's kind of like lightning fast energy. It's one of my favorite ways to start the day. When I travel, I've got my little travel stuff I take with me as well. So it's just part of my routine. I've been doing it for years. Love that. And um, now we're going to go into the down and dirty three. Okay. Ready? Uh, the first one is, what is a quote that has profoundly impacted your life? Literally is a sign that's been hanging on my wall for many, many years. And it reads, opportunity is often found in the middle of a dilemma. Mm. <laughs> as, mm -hmm. So that has caused me to pause more times than I can probably count. And as we were talking about with the wellness center, the marriage, like all the things, usually some of our greatest lessons and our best life outcomes are usually on the other side of some sort of dilemma. And that's been the case for me. And so it literally sits in front of me <laughs> on my desk. And so I reflect on it often. Mm, I love that. Yep. Right in the middle of that problem or that dilemma is exactly what you need. Yeah. I think we just need to look for it. Look for the silver linings. Like why is this happening for me, not to me? Um, that's probably one of, one, of, one of my biggest pivots in life as well. It's like, this is happening for us, not to us. And when you can see it like that and look at it that way, you have a different picture of the whole situation. Right. The power of words going back to that yeah. four versus two. Love yep. it. Four to two. <laughs> Word nerd. Yep. Word nerd. <laughs> uh, um, number two, what is the book you think everybody could benefit from reading? Oh gosh, I have a bunch on my website. You'll find on the Jen Recommends page, I have my top 25. So this was hard for me to choose. Mm -hmm. However, I would say the one that stuck out to me was one that was super powerful for me last year. And it's called Who Not How um, by Benjamin Hardy. Um, I love that book because we often get stuck in the, how are we going to do this? How are we going to do this? How are we going to do this? And it's really about who can help us? Like, who can we take with us? Like what, who can we reach to for a resource? And so Who Not How has been one of my pivotal books to read um, when I'm trying to work through, um, you know, personal or business. So this that's one of my picks. Speaking, I've like wrote it down. I got to read this now because this is like what I preach, right? On my yeah. like, on my like problems to, you know, possibility formula. It's like you're, everybody's like so focused on the problem or looking at the problem or like, how am I going to make this happen? Not mm -hmm. like. The, the power of connecting, right? The power right. of just like reaching out and asking the questions and figuring out the who could possibly help me or even right. who could co-create with me to like, and, and and that's, we don't know who that's going to be entirely, but you have to start like trying to right. figure out like who might have the idea or the unlock or the thing or the connect to the connect to the other person that could that could solve this, right? Right. Well, that's what we were talking about earlier too, or we've talked about another conversation is like, we don't need to know everything. We don't need to know how to do everything. It's having those connections and being open and vulnerable to ask for help or just being like, hey, I don't know how to do this or I'm not very good at this. Can, who do you know? Like there's somebody for everything, right? And so just being, looking at it as who can help me or who can I go to versus how am I going to do this? You'll get caught up in the minutia of all things if you think we're going to figure it all out. It's it's just, it's also a super simple read. He's got a ton of great books. 
Um, the Gap and the Gain, I think, is another one. I'm actually looking at my library of books over there to see. Uh, they're all all together. They're super easy reads, and they're just very, they're just power packed, loaded with tons of nuggets of great information. Hmm. So good. I I love it when someone gives me a new bug. <laughs> yeah. It, it, you know, interestingly enough, it only happens maybe 30% of the time because I've read, I read a lot. I read a lot. Yeah, I um, do too. And so the last thing is, what are the three words you would use to describe the vision for your most extraordinary life? Mm, this is easy. Live with gratitude. Oh, love that. Mm-hmm. You think you're the first person to give it like in a, oh. like in a state, <laughs> statement. Usually people yeah. are like, live, that No. No. Live, laugh, laugh. No, no. <laughs> live, live with live gratitude. gratitude. Yeah. Every, yeah, yeah. If you don't have gratitude, you will be stuck, and that's my opinion. Um, like I said, we've all been through the peaks and valleys. We've all had trauma. We've all had dilemmas. Things have come up in our lives, hard things, hard decisions. But if you can find the gratitude in that situation, or in my case, sometimes you find it later. You know, like it doesn't have to happen at that moment. But if you live with gratitude and even look back on, you know, like I mentioned our marriage, like, or mentioned jobs, like I'm so grateful for all of those experiences because they've shown what you like and what you don't like, what you need and what you don't need. So when you live with the gratitude and a grateful mindset, it's unstoppable. Every, the doors are, are just brighter and whiter every time. Mm, thank you so much for this conversation. Yeah. My pleasure. Thank you for the invite. Uh, I feel like I could just keep talking forever with you, but well, we're going ha- to we're gonna end it here today, friends. All right. Yes. Thank you. So good. Thanks, Audra. Thank you for listening. And if this episode really resonated with you, if you had some aha moments or, oh my gosh, then please share this episode with a friend who could really benefit from listening and give us a five-star review telling us how this episode may change your life. Wanting more? There's more than one way to work with me right now. The first is my form and flow, two-hour, one-to-one, very, very unique goal-setting session. So if you're wanting to do something different in 2024, you're wanting to design, be the architect of your next year, and find a way to create the form around it with the flow of creativity and the expansion bigger than you could possibly imagine, this is not your run-of-the-mill smart goals goal-setting. This is something you've never experienced before and will help you shift it in a way that is very, very true to you, I welcome you to that program. And the other thing is I still have spots available one-to-one. So if you're interested in one-to-one coaching with me, please go into the link in the show notes and we will radically shift so many things in your life over the next six months to a year. Much love.